The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, good morning once again for the hottest listings in Hamilton and Burlington. You want to go online to robgolfie.com, that website again, robgolfi.com, and start packing because your home is going to be sold and sold quickly and safely. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. They are dominating social media. Find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The handle is at Rob Golfie. If you have a question for the Golfie team or you would like us to discuss something in particular on a future program, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. We have a host of topics today, including. Uh, some Ontarians who are thinking, man, you know, I live in the GTA or live in the Hamilton area. House prices are going up. Uh, I'm going to look to the East Coast, to the Maritimes, to Atlantic Canada, and more and more Ontarians are selling their homes here and heading out east. We'll dive into that topic in uh, a couple of minutes. We'll talk about uh, some Toronto real estate investors saying that if the city implements a vacant home tax, uh, they're going to vamoose. And we'll also get to a story about a woman who, uh, as Rob will tell you, left a lot of money on the table. But first off, we're going to get to, well, the first couple of weeks in February, which seemed to be pretty active. What's going on? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely up from last year. Um, and, and we're in, so we're in the groove. So we're back to a normal market, but it's actually a robust market. So basically, uh, so I, I did the stats based on the first two weeks of February last year and the first two weeks of this year. So in, in the Hamilton area, like the Hamilton and surrounding area, in the, from, the, from the 1st to the 15th, uh, there was 359 homes that sold uh, this year. Last year, it was 354. So there's not too much of a difference. Mm-hmm. It was a half a percent more uh, in amount of homes sold. But the average sale price is up 33% from last year in the first two weeks first, uh, of the first two weeks of this year. Hmm. So last year, the average sale price was, uh, uh, seven, uh, sorry, 576,870. This is the Hamilton surrounding areas. It's 766,702, 33%. So, I mean, the market's still strong. It's still moving. And uh, it, uh, yeah, it's just rocking. And then when we go to Burlington, um, the, the, the market is up in unit numbers, 24%. So they actually are selling a lot more homes this year than they did last year in the first two weeks. So last year, uh, the average sale price in uh, Burlington, uh, is 822,747. First two weeks of this year, it's a million and $54,648. So we're up 28% in average sale price and up 24% in unit numbers. Uh, so last year they sold 150, sorry, last year 
This year, they sold 150 homes in Burlington in the first two weeks of February, and last year they sold 121. Niagara, Niagara's got the biggest increase uh, just because it's more affordable. And so in Niagara, uh, in, t- in 2020, they sold 321 homes the, uh, in the first two weeks. Last year, uh, this year, 395 homes in the first two weeks. So they're up 23% in unit numbers, the amount of homes sold, but in the average sale price, up 39%. Oh, Rick, it's crazy. $484,376 was last year in the first two weeks of February. This year, the first two weeks of February, 674409 39% increase. Unbelievable. So the market's still being robust uh, for February. And, uh, um, you know, it, houses are selling and things are, are moving along. We're starting to get, here's what's happening right now in the marketplace. And, this, and people, uh, don't fall, go for this. Now people are wanting to list higher than what the market is and, and they want to hold offers and they're not getting any. So we're starting to see that now. So mm-hmm. people are getting, so let's say, let's say the last house in the neighborhood sold for uh, $650. Okay. That, that was in competition and, and the house was listed at 500. So they got 150,000 over asking. So the, so, so the next buyer, the next, sorry, the next seller that wants to put the house up for sale, they're putting it at 700. And then they want more. You got to be careful. Um, so they're pushing the market too far, which they're not getting it. And, uh, and, and it's going to hurt them. So, and there's a big disappointment and cause they're hoping that somebody comes from Toronto, which they are coming from Toronto and giving them a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, it's not always going to work that way. So, um, you got to go within, if you want more than what, what, what it's worth, you got to go within what the market is. And then you, you'll probably get more. But if you if you surpass the market at, li- at listing your house, you're going to sit there for a long time. So a few numbers. So you got to be very careful. Yeah, a few numbers that stick out to me in terms of the average sell uh, sell price uh, in the first two weeks of February from 2020 to 2021 in Burlington, that average price went up more than two hundred thousand dollars. In Hamilton, that average price in the first two weeks of February 2020 to 2021 went up $190,000. And in Niagara, the same thing, 190K year over year. And the other stat that really uh, caught my attention is, so the average price right now, if you were to sell a home uh, in Hamilton, uh, you'd get, you know, an average of $766,000. Obviously, depending where you are, it's going to be higher or lower. In Niagara, it's $674,000. So that's only, you know, 102K behind, uh, or or actually even less than that. Uh, It's 90K behind. Is is Niagara yeah. catching up to Hamilton quicker than expected? I'd say Niagara in probably two to five years, you're going to see the prices uh, be. You know, they're going to start hitting close to Hamilton numbers. You'll, you'll watch two to five years. Uh, just the migration that's going there is is incredible. It's they're building like crazy. Uh, they can't keep up, and uh, and it's still affordable. It's still affordable, but it is getting expensive. Like two years ago. You could have bought Niagara super cheap, and uh, but now it, it, it's getting a little pricey. It, it is, but but still, it's cheaper than Hamilton, cheaper than Burlington, and that's why the the flow is still going towards uh, Niagara, and and it's just going to continue on. Like I, I'm seeing houses selling in Niagara, like close to a million dollars. I would never think that they would ever get that, and and they're getting it, and uh, just. That, that just shows you the population is growing in Niagara and it's just going to keep going. 
And it is and prime. People, it is it is prime picking for those retirees, especially those from the GTA who are selling their homes for well, at least a million dollars in many cases, if not more. And then looking at a home in Niagara, looking at you know the average price being seven hundred sixty thousand uh, dollars. You know that's a lot of money that they could stuff into their bank account for for retirement. Oh, absolutely. So like if you look at it in the GTA, let's say their average sale price is a million, right, or a million one. Rick, the, the people that are moving this way, they're selling their houses for like the ones that are moving are, are selling at like one and a half million to 1.8 million, maybe more. And they're coming towards Niagara. Those are the ones that are, are cashing out big time. And, uh, and you know, like if you sell like the ones that are selling for a million dollars, I'm not sure if they're moving this way or not, but it's the, it's the, a lot of the retirees, um, are buying uh, uh, towards Niagara and the, and the millennials as a first time buyer, they're going, well, you know what they're, they're buying, they're, they're buying uh, obviously the lower scale where the townhouses are and that they can afford. But, uh, but, but the retirees coming from, uh, from the GTA, they're, 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 they're coming in with, you know, selling their house for close to 2 million and buying a house for 800,000. And they've got, and, and most of these people have their house paid for. So they got 1.2 million, <laughs> Uh, in their pocket, uh, sitting there to do something else with. That's crazy. Uh, you have a a pretty wild story about a woman who left a lot of money on the table. Yes. The one thing I'm going to tell you in this market, you do not do not sell your house unless you you know like th- this was a high end house, um, and they did get an uh, a, an offer on it before it hit MLS, and it was a pretty good offer. I think it was like a hundred. 50,000 more than uh, the asking price. So it seemed pretty good, but it was a high end number. At, when they accepted this offer, they got another offer two hours or three hours later for a 200,000 on top of the offer, the, the price of that house that was sold. So, and they didn't hit MLS. I'm going to tell you something. You put your house up for sale. Um, and it just depends on the price point you do. You're better to wait till it hits the open market. Do not sell privately. You're going to lose money. I'm going to tell you that, you know, don't, you know, like, like people always think, you know, I want to sell it private and save money on commissions. You are going to lose thousands and thousands of dollars if you sell it privately. So that's one. Number two, if a realtor says, Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to get our contacts and try to get this sold before it hits the market. Number two, big mistake. No, wait till it hits the market. That's the way we sell it. We have people call us. We have a coming soon sign on the lawn. Say, hey, you can you can look at that house with your clients when it hits the market. We're not going to let you put an offer in before it hits the market because we know when it hits the market, you're going to get more money for it. So that's that's another point right there. So if somebody's trying to sell you the fact that hey, we're going to try to sell this before it hits the market. You're, 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 you're not going to get the top dollar that you should get or, or you want. So people, people, please do not take any offers until it hits the market for at least two to five days. You will have a big number in your pocket. You will be really happy at the outcome. So be very careful on uh, what you accept. 
And it's all about uh, getting more eyeballs on your property. And, and if you do that, uh, or if you ask that by going with, and I, I'm sure that there's, you know, home sellers out there who are thinking, all right, I'm going to take the for sure thing and uh, and off they go. But uh, as we just heard in this case, uh, you know, a lot of money can be uh, left on the table. That's for sure. Uh, you can listen to um, our show. You can listen to our show oh, online. Go ahead. Sorry, through, sorry, Rick. Go ahead. No, no problem. You can listen to our show through uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Remember to go online to robgolfie.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales at 905-575-7700. And check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The handle is at robgolfie. When we come back, many Toronto real estate investors say they're going to sell if a vacant home tax is implemented. We'll get to that and a whole lot more still to come here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio. On the line once again from One Markland is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team, the Golfy team, in volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Check them out. The handle is at Rob Golfy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. RobGolfie.com is the website you want to go to if you are looking to sell your home or buy one in the Hamilton, Burlington area. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And don't forget, Golfie gets it sold. They do so safely and it's proven, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. They do so effectively as well. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future show, email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. In a matter of minutes, we'll talk about why many Ontarians are looking to sell their homes and then head east. But first... Vacant home tax. Sounds like a dirty word. The uh, Toronto Regional Real Estate Board has released a survey. It was conducted by Ipsos uh, in the fall, and it shows that more than half of investors said that they'll either sell or rent their unit if a vacancy tax is implemented. And apparently the city wants to do this to encourage, quote, homeowners to sell or rent their unoccupied homes. Uh, If they're not willing to do either, owners will have to pay for the privilege of an empty home. Now, when we do the math on this, the tax is going to start at 1% of assessed value, which is almost twice uh, the property tax rate. The full details won't be known until the second half of 2021. So there's still a lot to be digested here. But let me uh, unveil some of the survey results from, uh, obviously, Torontonians who would be affected by this. The most common investor response is that they would sell due to the vacant home tax um, And it found that 40% of investors said that they would sell in the next year. That's up from 34% uh, a year ago. And it also found that 28% of investors would find long-term tenants if a vacancy tax is implemented. So obviously the majority saying that, listen, if this vacancy tax is coming in, we're gone. And uh, just shy of 30% saying that, uh, no, we'll we'll find some tenants to, um, I guess, avoid that tax. Uh, Is this tax going to do more harm than good? 
It, you know what? It, it, it probably will because they put the tax in before because the market was good. Now, now the market's not good, and 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 sometimes you know they're just going to drive the condo market down more. That and that's my opinion. They're gonna they're gonna bring that down, and it's gonna hurt, and uh, and then people are gonna be you know struggling like you know so. When the government gets involved in too much of the stuff, it, it doesn't let like there's going to be peaks and in, in valleys when it comes to real estate always. So what they're doing is they're trying to control. So they're 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 manufacturing a, a, a valley where it's going to hurt the condo market in Toronto, which has already you know taken a little bit of a beating because of this pandemic, because people are are leaving the the downtown core and, and moving into outer. Uh, urban areas uh, uh, to 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 live, and so now they're impl- you know they're going to push this on because you know some a lot of these condos they're struggling trying to get a tenant. Now they're going to pay a, a tax because they can't get a a tenant in there. So that's going to hurt the people that do want to rent it. The people that had their condos empty, they're going to be they're going to be taxed. So they're going to say you know what this might not be worth keeping because you know in ten years uh, the amount of money that I pay with taxes and uh, and and the other uh, uh, vacancy tax, it, it's not worth it. It's just basically breaking even, or they're going to lose money in a ten-year period. So you're gonna you're gonna see if if they if they go forward with this and they implement it, it's gonna drive the condo market down a bit because there's gonna be a lot of condos for sale. There will be a lot of condos for sale in the uh, near future. What does this do? And everybody's. Yeah, what does go this ahead, do sorry? to the uh, supply and demand issue? Because if there's investors yeah. holding onto vacant properties, they're going to want to get rid of them, but that reduces the supply, does it not? That's right. So there'll be, uh, it'll be, a, it'll be a buyer's market and, uh, they'll be able to pick and choose what they want. So, um, you know, so then now the next investor that wants to invest, he's going, well, wait a minute, is it going to be easy for me to rent this condo out if I buy it? Because obviously there's a vacancy problem going on, uh, in, uh, in, in downtown Toronto. So, um, it just it's just gonna it's just gonna make a mess of things that, uh, with the condo market, especially downtown Toronto. All right, let's shift gears. We have heard throughout the pandemic that uh, a lot of Ontarians are uh, you know selling their homes and, and moving to cottage country. They're gonna they're gonna make that their permanent uh, venue or, or, or place uh, because well, there's a lot more space. It's away from the city. Maybe they they feel that they're a little bit safer out in uh, in the boonies, if you will. Uh, interesting story coming out uh, in the last little while about, uh, as we know, the average price of a home in the GTA projected to surpass $1 million in 2021. And the average price here in Hamilton and Burlington, was the, we just saw you know, over $700,000, or at least close to that in Hamilton, in Burlington over a million bucks. Because of all of that, some Ontarians are apparently saying that, listen, we're going to sell our homes here and we're going to move to the East Coast. And Nova Scotia seems to be a popular landing spot. Uh, realtors there say the average house in the province, or the average price that is, is uh, about $400,000. One couple sold their home in Toronto and bought three in Nova Scotia, including two on the same street. And the province has also set up a website to entice out-of-towners to come live in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotians, however, not too comfortable with uh, you know some of the bidding wars that are going on, including some that uh, are going 100k over asking, as Ontario home buyers are now flooding into that province. Um, I would I would assume that uh, Nova Scotians uh, want to keep Ontarians out of their province for that simple fact: the price of the homes are now skyrocketing. 
the invasion of Ontarians into the uh, Maritimes. Oh boy! Yep. You know, and, and and what they're saying is, and these these people from Ontario, when they're coming in, they're coming in aggressive. Yeah. So the lo- the local the local people that live there, they can't compete with the Ontarians. So and they're not even used to dealing with multi like you know twenty fifteen offers. And so like, it's, it's just like the Toronto guys coming into Hamilton and Niagara. They, they beat out uh, the local guy that's trying to buy the same house. Well, it's the same thing going to uh, Nova Scotia. These Ontarians are going out there and I have a client that we have their house up for sale. They're moving out to Nova Scotia. Oh wow, That's what they're doing. So, and I was surprised, like he, he didn't seem the type of guy, he, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't born and raised there. He just, you know, like he goes and, and travels there and visits there quite often. And, he, and he's thinking, you know what, this is where I think I want to retire. So people, people are looking for lifestyle more now, and that's why they're going on the East coast. And, uh, they want that slower, slower paced life. Cause I mean, we do live a fast paced life in, uh, in Ontario. I mean, it's like, you got to hustle and you got to, you got to, you got to move and go, go, go to, uh, to make a buck. But uh, but now people are saying they want to shift gears and gear down and just uh, you know go at uh, five two miles an hour and uh, just uh, just take it easy and uh, yeah and and the prices super cheap out there and again another migration of people going out to the east coast it's going to drive the prices up in the Maritimes. That's very interesting because we were just you know talking about GTA retirees going to Niagara. They can also go to the east coast because homes there are even cheaper than Niagara now. That's right. Yeah. And uh, like, so I, I'm, I was surprised. I was, I was totally surprised. Like, uh, like, you know, uh, there was an article in the paper uh, about that, but, but I do have a client, uh, a client right now that, that is selling and it's just, uh, it's, it's just amazing, but it, it is beautiful out there. I've been there. It is gorgeous. I can see, I understand why people want to move out there. It's just, it's just such a different life and an easy life. And, and, uh, and there was a couple um, they moved out there about, I, I guess, three years ago, maybe more. And they got a little business going and they own a couple of houses and they're enjoying life like you would not believe. Huh. And, um, so there, there is, uh, so, so like I said, everybody's shifting around the, the, uh, Canada. People are moving left, right, you know, north, south. It just depends on what they, they want in life. And, and I think lifestyle is becoming more and more important, uh, I think, for a lot of people. And uh, the East Coast is going to give you that lifestyle that, that you want. Definitely. And, and it is nice out there. Are, are there different rules in terms of real estate from province to province, or are they pretty much the same? The, in, um, I, I think it's pretty well much the same all across Canada. Like, like, I couldn't go there and sell real estate, so I would have to refer to a, a, a local guy that, that, you know, whatever city or town that they want to move into but, uh, but yeah, like, like we have a guy that, that, uh, our phone systems for technology, he moved out to, uh, I, I'm not sure where, uh, on the, in the East coast in the Maritimes, but when I talk to him, I think they're three hours ahead of us. But, uh, when we have problems with our phone system, he comes in, logs in on, on, the, on our computers and, and fixes our phone systems <laughs> and he loves it. He's got the ocean right in front of his house. He's got no houses in front of him, but he can see the ocean and he's loving it. And he goes. And he said to me, he goes, Rob, I, he goes, I can work from my house and I can remotely work and deal with anything anywhere across the country out of my house. And I get, and I enjoy the life out here on the East coast and I got the ocean and I, you know, and it's just such a nice, nice place to live. He said, so, and uh, he showed me pictures. He was sending me pictures. This is when 
when the pandemic first hit in uh, March, April, and we had to work on our phone systems to have them forwarded to the, uh, to the girls that were working at, at, at their home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we, you know, we chatted a lot and he was sending me pictures and he was like, wow, I go, Holy smokes. And, he, and, and I'm talking to like, literally he's working at his place in uh, the East coast. So, and that's, what's happening a lot with, uh, uh, people from downtown uh, Toronto, they're leaving there and they're going where they want to live and because they can work out of their house. And why would you want to work in a 500 square foot condo downtown Toronto where you can go anywhere in Canada and, and, and work in, in beautiful uh, the West Coast, the mountains, or work in the East Coast with the, uh, the oceans and, uh, and anything. You can go anywhere in Canada. That's the great thing about what's happening in this pandemic, which the pandemic's not great, but it's changing people's way of living and, and they're, and they're going to, they're, they're doing it. They're, they're, they're moving. That's what they're doing. No doubt about it. Another change that might be on the horizon, or at least we'll see a little bit more of it uh, in Hamilton, Burlington and Ontario and throughout Canada is modular real estate. So what is that? Well, picture those shipping containers that you would see on a massive boat going you know, overseas. Those are being turned into modular buildings and they're popping up all over the world, really. Homeowners can have a modular studio with a kitchen and bath ready in less than 12 weeks, depending on you know where you are, the permit situation, all that kind of stuff. But that that modular home can be built uh, and and installed in a matter of just a few months. Giant Containers is uh, one of the companies behind uh, this effort, and it says it launched an entire division focused on creating sustainable real estate consisting of modular homes. Uh, they're prefabricated modular homes. They some of them they can turn into unique swimming pools. Uh, they also built Canada's first retail center made entirely out of shipping containers. Uh, they do caution that before you do begin making any plans to you know, have your own modular home uh, or even maybe an addition in the backyard or, or, or a new home office uh, connected to your home, find out uh, whether this type of structure is allowed in uh, your city or in your neighborhood. So that's a, a, a good you know, tip to be had. But modular homes, these, these small you know, pre-done, you can kind of stick them anywhere kind of homes. Um, do you see a future uh, with this going forward? I, I, I do. There, there's one, I think there's one modular home that hit the, uh, uh, the newspapers. Uh, and it's, it's uh, just off of, uh, like, if you go up, uh, what is it? I think it's the, the Claremont, uh, the Claremont Access. The Claremont Access. And they've got, like, uh, they, they, put, they assembled, I don't know, like, like, like five modular pieces and they just put it together. Yeah. And, and I, I, we haven't, I haven't seen the inside, but you can see this on the Claremont access and they just built, built this house out of uh, mo- uh, like modular homes. But, but a lot of people are getting into these modular homes, just like, like one or two containers, they put them together and they, and they, and they open it up inside. Um, people just want e- easy lifestyle. They want to, they, they, you know, and especially with the cost of, um, you know, buying a house now, um, it just, uh, it's, it, you know, it's an easy way just drop it there and just drywall it and put whatever connected to the sewers and, and you're set to go. And it's probably not that expensive, but, but, uh, they're steel containers and, uh, they're going to be durable. I mean, uh, it, um, uh, but yeah, like it's just affordable. Like that's what people are looking for. They just want simple life. Like the whole, the whole world now is just totally changed and, and, and people are, are definitely looking for simpler ways they don't want big as much, uh, uh, a lot of them. And, um, they're, and they're just, 
you know, just want a simple life, just enjoy and, and, and not worry about too much about maintenance and cleaning and, and, uh, anything else. But yeah, if they can, you, you'll, you'll, you're going to see more and more of these, uh, these homes coming up everywhere. I, I think so too. And, and now that I think of it, I think it's at the bottom of the Jolly Cut, not the Claremont. Now that I'm, I'm kind that's of picturing right. it. That's right. That's right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> I was looking for it. And the first yeah, time, the first time I saw it, I thought, well, number one, that's different. And number two, that that's kind of cool because it sticks out. It's not, it's not hideous at all. I mean, there's windows. It looks like it's really well done. Um, and I know that the city of Hamilton, in terms of their affordable housing crisis, are looking at these modular homes to get uh, homeless people off the streets and, and out of parks and out of tents and into these facilities. So, yeah, I think these are going to pop up all over the place. Oh, for sure. It's going to be the most affordable way for the uh, city of Hamilton to put these people in. And, um, I mean, they can they can build these things inside a, a, a warehouse and just drop them in and just put them on a foundation and, and, and then just do the minor little... Uh, work, uh, you know, with the steps going into the house and, and things like that. It, it will, it, it, it is going to be a way of, of uh, you know, cities of, of putting maybe homeless people or, or just, you know, so that they have some place to stay and uh, they're, you know, so that they're not freezing outside like in cold winters like we're going through right now, but yeah. uh, definitely uh, pretty awesome. It'll give new meaning to, uh, I guess, trailer park. You could have a modular home park. That would be, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of fun to see. And, and, and yeah, to get all those homeless people off the street, that is obviously the number one goal. When we come back, buying a home with Bitcoin, can you really do that? Stay tuned. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Once again, joined by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Check out the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfy. And online, the hottest listings in Hamilton and Burlington are at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. So uh, news broke, uh, I guess, about a, a week or two ago about Bitcoin uh, and Tesla kind of getting together. Yeah. And Tesla saying that, uh, listen, you can now buy a Tesla vehicle, or at least this is coming soon, uh, by using Bitcoin. And at last check, I think one Bitcoin was like $50,000 uh, either Canadian or U.S. Uh, either way, it's a, it's a lot of money for just one Bitcoin. So there's a company called btchome.ca. And it is, uh, I guess, enabling buyers to pay with Bitcoin and uh, buying homes with that. And I guess the way it works is, you know, the, the Bitcoins are, uh, you know, I guess, boiled down to the amount of whatever the, the, you know, today's dollars would be in a real estate transaction. And considering the volatility, this company provides a rate freeze window for Bitcoin payment uh, to complete. And, and so the seller, the listing agent, the brokerage, 
uh, all get together and this sale is processed as a regular dollar-denominated transaction. So while it may be paid essentially by Bitcoin, it's being transferred into today's dollars. Is this the wave of the future? Are we going to see a lot of this coming up? Um, I, I still think it's probably more than 10 years. But what, what, this, what they're doing is, if you're going to buy in Bitcoin, right, like you, you, the person that's selling the house receives the money in Bitcoin, right, which is on an online currency. Mm-hmm. So basically, he has to move someplace else. Unless the next guy wants, like it's not like he's got the cash in, uh, in his hand to buy another house, right? So usually if somebody sells their house, they're buying another house in most cases. So this will only work if, if the guy's got an abundance of, of, of money and he's buying the next house cash with his uh, whatever savings he's got or, or whatever money in, in his bank account. So I, I, this is more of a, like a publicity thing. Um, I think, yes, you know, I think this may be the future. I don't know because I don't know too much about Bitcoin, but I know it's gone up quite a bit. Uh, if you had, I think two years ago or a year ago, if you had like, you know, $20,000 of Bitcoin, you probably, uh, you know, have like, a, a, you know, half a million of Bitcoin now. It, right. That's how much it's gone up. So again, it's only if somebody is not rebuying another house. That's it. I, I, I don't, I think Tesla's doing it. You can buy with Bitcoin. It's just, I, I think it's just another avenue. They know that's going to be the future for, uh, for online currency. That's going to be, uh, probably in the next 10 years for sure. And they're just getting ahead of it. Just trying to be the first uh, to act on it. Considering that one Bitcoin is about $50,000, you can basically buy a house in Hamilton for like 14 Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No kidding. I, I know. And, it, and it's hard. Like, like, Rick, you got to understand, it, 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 let's say you're, you got your house up for sale and I want to buy it with Bitcoin. You're going to say, that's fantastic, but what am I going to do with this Bitcoin? Like, I have to, <laughs> do I cash it out? Uh, do I, you know what I mean? And what they're saying is they freeze it. So what happens is, so let's say your house is, let's say 500000 I give you $500,000 of Bitcoin today, but mm-hmm. the closing date's in three months from now. So they, I think what they do is they freeze the, the, the Bitcoin uh, on the, on the sale. So if the Bitcoin drops in value before closing, you still get that Bitcoin amount. Like you're not going to, so the the guy that's buying it, 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 whether it drops, uh, in value, the Bitcoin or goes up, it doesn't matter. That's, that's what it's going to be. That's what you're getting. So, so the guy that is selling the guy that's receiving the Bitcoin, if the market goes up like crazy, he may end up getting, more, I think I'm not, if I, if I, I'm not sure if I read that right, but they, when they say they put a freeze on it, they freeze it uh, on the day, I guess, when they, when they put the deal firm uh, on the, on the purchase price of the, uh, of the property uh, of equal, whatever value of the, of the property is. So, so I don't know. I, I, I think this is, the, it is the future, but I don't think it's right now um, because uh, I, I wouldn't take Bitcoin for, uh, for the sale of my house. And, and because I have to, you know, I would have to buy another house and I need that money to buy another house. Will the next guy take Bitcoin? Probably not. Yeah. And, and it's just it's just not there yet. Uh, but it, it probably will be, in, I'd say, in, in, within 10 years from now. It'll be interesting to watch. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. When we come back, we'll talk about, we've already talked about the vacant home tax in Toronto. What about a luxury home tax in Toronto? What impact will that have 
on the market. That's coming up next here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And one more go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, joined by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Golfy. And call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. That's 905 575 7700. Have a question or topic idea for the Golfie team? Send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We talked earlier in the show about a uh, vacant home tax that's being uh, implemented or at least proposed in Toronto. There's also the thought of a luxury tax in Toronto, a proposed 1% increase on the existing municipal land transfer tax on homes priced $2 million or more. If approved, the new tax rate would be 3.5% of the final selling price, and the city estimates that it would add nearly $19 million to the city's coffers. There is a quote in this uh, article, I think this is a a REMAX blog, Uh, Christopher Alexander, the Chief Strategy Officer and Executive VP at REMAX uh, of Ontario Atlantic Canada, who said, quote, in reality, $18 million is not going to go very far in terms of uh, creating affordable housing and uh, developing more transit in Toronto. And uh, he basically says that, uh, you know, city staff are going about this the wrong way because homebuyers in Toronto today are making decisions based on their current home needs. If a family needs four bedrooms and a big backyard, it's near impossible to buy that in Toronto for less than $2 million. Yeah, it, it is. I, I don't know why they just keep taxing and taxing. Like in, in Toronto, the land transfer tax is double already. And they tried to bring that to uh, Hamilton and... Uh, uh, and they uh, they kiboshed that. Uh, like there was a lot of protesting about that. So, like, can, can you imagine? You know, you've got your house five hundred thousand dollars. Your land transfer tax right now is probably I don't know maybe four forty forty five hundred dollars. On can you imagine another? Ta- <laughs> uh, they double that. It'll cost you ten thousand dollars. Like, so if you think about it, if you if you're going in at five percent on a house, that's twenty five thousand dollars. And the land transfer tax, I don't know, it, it, it could be, you'd be surprised. It, 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 like, it, what if it's 10000 so or maybe 15000 It's a lot of money. I mean, like, we're paying enough taxes. Like, 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 Canadians work so hard to pay taxes. We pay taxes on our houses, pay HST on products that we buy. We pay taxes on top of, what, like, you know, what, what we make and everything else. It's just, everything's just getting taxed and taxed and taxed. It, it is tough in this country for anybody to make it just because of the tax situation. Now they want to, they want to make it tougher for uh, uh first time buyers or, or, well, this is a luxury tax. So they're just, you know, like, like 
the person, if he can afford it, let him afford it. Not, don't penalize him for buying a luxury home. Let him, let him buy it. But, uh, but you know what? The government, for $19 million, it's not going to change uh, Toronto uh, what problems they have. They're just, you know, and then just, they're just going to continue uh, uh, chipping away and grabbing more and more and more until, you know, people are just going to stop and say, forget it. We're out of here. They'll, they'll mo- more, more people move out, out, of the, out of the city. According to the Sale Remax blog, it says city staff have indicated that increasing the cost of luxury home sales in Toronto could incentivize buyers and sellers to transact below the $2 million threshold, theoretically reducing prices. I, I'm not sure if that's going to be the case because <laughs> every home under $2 million is still going to be priced how it is. It, it is, yeah. So, like, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the seller because the the buyer is going to go. Listen, I don't want to go over two million because I have to pay an extra whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you're going to see all the houses under two million sell pretty good, and then it's going to be, and then it's going to hit a ceiling. Nobody's going to want to pay over two million. It's just going to change the market how it's going. So, it uh, I don't know. They just always get involved and change things, and it and it and it it, 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 it it'll create a problem for something else. Whatever they if they change something in the real estate industry it's just going to create another problem and it, it always does that if they just let things continue going on normally as it should go it, it'll it'll work itself out usually when governments get involved something bad happens or or we have to pay oh. or we have to pay more <laughs> <Absolutely>. money <laughs> hey you can go online for the hottest listings in hamilton and burlington the website is robgolfie.com that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com call hamilton and burlington's number one remax team in volume and unit sales at 905-575-7700 and check them out on social media instagram twitter and facebook the handle is at rob golfie if you have a question for the golfie team send them an email questions at rob golfie.com rob Thanks again for another fantastic show, and thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.